0: Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase Podcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or a bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. Alright, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Everybody. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we're glad you're here. I say that every week and I mean it. We're glad you're yeah. here. Glad. I
1: feel like this week you mean it more. I like do. I
0: there's a sincerity in your voice that is just palpable. It's true. Just just a little bit more. I, I am thrilled that you are here whether you're listening to us in audio land or checking us out live on the podcast uh, or if you're just watching it on YouTube you know After we release the episode, we're glad you're here. Right. However, you consume us, we're glad you consume us. Agreed. Most pleased that you consume us. It's been great. You know, we're up to 217 subscribers on YouTube, which is awesome. Picked up a few from some of our silly shenanigans, which is great. So thank you for the support. Good Um, stuff. You know, like I said, on our way to partner and monetization is a big deal. It's a real big deal. I heard rumors that possibly youtube may be reducing their requirements to become partner and that they're actually going to try to compete with tiktok to really monetize shorts so oh
2: interesting
1: that's interesting
0: supposedly like one of the heads of youtube said you know you know if you're a short form content creator you youtube's going to be the place you want to be which kind of hints that they're going to try and be competitive so
1: shoot look it makes sense right like that's that's the place, that's the next step for YouTube to go. Twitch is kind of the last real big competition they have. Like,
0: Yeah, and YouTube is just taking their time with that. They're like, we'll slowly but surely get yeah. to where we need to be with it. You know, it's not you it doesn't have all the it. features, and they're buying the talent from Twitch. So, you know, nah. they're paying and buying out their contracts and bringing them over. So slowly but surely, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Twitch doesn't seem, based on some of the, experts I've seen it doesn't seem like it's long term going to be the most viable way to go about things. So do you think Twitch will eventually die? Um I think well Amazon owns it and oh so no. Amazon <laughs> well I think Amazon wants money out of it so I think Twitch is making some poor long term decisions to squeeze revenue out that will ultimately yeah. drive people away but Amazon's like give me that money. I've been supporting right. you for a long time and you we haven't need to done finance. much
1: this fucking Lord of the Rings series we got now and Jeff needs to go to space again. So come on, bring in that sweet Twitch money.
0: That's right. Got to bring it in. So, uh, I don't know. It's, I think the Twitch community is pretty cool. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Who knows? I mean, just people are, there's always seems to be some sort of fucking drama going on over there every goddamn day. Uh, but you know, the bells and whistles of Twitch is always fun. And I hope YouTube eventually will kind of gather the same sort of, uh, force and, and put that in place. It's just, makes sense for us to be here sometimes i miss twitch just because i feel like we started developing a pretty cool community over there um you know it was nice to raid and, and things like that but at the end of the day just practical doug just knows you know this is this makes the most sense man this is where we post our content this is where we post our shorts um it makes sense just to have everything here so
1: can you know that it's down the road, this is where it's going to be. So to mm-hmm. get there before that happens, it's only a, that's only a benefit.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. I, I yeah. was hesitant at first, but now I'm like, I'm glad, I'm glad we're here. Yeah. Jared said YouTube needs to step up their game. Yeah, they do. I think they're getting there. I think I'd like to see it move a little faster, but slowly, but surely they're yeah. adding some stuff in there. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. There's rumors that possibly they're going to have the requirements to become a youtube partner which would put us in a really good position so yeah much closer <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that
1: would put us that would put us uh well i don't want to do math that would put us closer you're right
0: yeah jared goes i want to send you sand bites when you play yeah i missed that stuff i missed the points that, that people could that cash that stuff in. was
1: cool as shit yeah i yeah. will say that stuff was
0: cool i greatly missed that so hopefully yeah. uh hopefully we'll see some of that stuff and uh it'll be it'll be pretty cool I got to say, I like your shirt, Doug. Oh, thank you. Uh, This is uh, from You Haven't Heard This Music podcast. This is Richie, his merch. Richie's been a stalwart supporter of our podcast, and we also love to support his podcast and his network as well. So, you haven't heard this music podcast, you haven't heard this music productions, they're great. Richie's awesome. He always pops in on the Saturday night stream, which is like 2 a.m. his time. It's way too
2: late to be on.
0: He's like, hey. I'm like, dude, go to bed. Like, I appreciate you being here, but go to bed. Like, we were playing, uh, we were playing riff tracks uh, yeah. last Saturday. I'm like, hey, man, you want to hop in? He's like, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, you're probably gonna pass out. So, right? You know.
1: <laughs> I like to think that the content is uh, is
0: dream fuel.
1: The probably. content that we pump out is dream fuel, and he's taking full advantage
0: of the yeah. dream. Fuel. He's sweet too, man. Like, he'll go and he'll he'll watch the rewatch the live streams and like yeah. he'll comment on them so he's he's a great supporter i appreciate the shit out of that guy and yeah. everything that he's doing i saw he posted something the other day that the climbing up the good pods charts which is great Nice. so very thrilled we can use more richie in the world yeah richie is just overall good dude so richie thank you for being you you're a good dude we appreciate you someday we will meet in person and it will be a cool moment
1: it will be it will be written down in the annals of history
0: that's right in the anal glands of history, we will express them. We will relive those moments and it'll go and maybe we'll, you know, file a claim for our insurance and get, you know, they'll pay 70% of that. If we met our deductible and then, you know, we pay for the other 30% because our insurance system sucks. Bingo. But we love you, Richie. This podcast uh, Progressive <laughs> brought to you different. by the American health and insurance uh, agencies who suck balls. Uh well speaking of sucking balls, if you'd like to suck our metaphorical balls, you can check us out at youtube.com slash mindgap podcast. Justin's facial reaction. That was perfect. Uh we live stream there on Tuesdays now for the podcast. We do it an hour earlier at 7 p.m. Central time. And I also host a live stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central, video game centric, uh, which is a ton of fun. Like I said, last Saturday we played uh, Rift Tracks, which is very similar to what the dub had an absolute blast playing with mind gap all-stars we got real silly we got real nasty Mm. and we got real topical there was a lot of uh just based on the scenes man there was some anti-capitalism there was you know there was all sorts of shit people were flinging out there i'm like man we're I'm, i'm gonna guess i bet
1: you i could guess who uh who who led the charge on uh on some of those
0: yeah And the sound effects that you can use in that game are way more extensive than you can in what the dub. I was like, I don't even have time to get through all these. Like to even I want to try them, but there's just so many. It's like scroll, 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 scroll. I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. And they had just some wild, wild, wild clips. It was really a lot of fun. Some of them you're just like, I don't know, man. Here we go. And you just throw what you got. That's it was a really good time.
1: I, I really hope I can join next time you guys play that. Yeah,
0: I I, I left that stream exhausted from laughing. So, yeah. which is always That's a good time.
1: Always a good time.
0: And this Saturday, which is going to be uh, Saturday uh, the twenty fourth, I'm firing up some Jackbox games. Been a so, minute. Been a minute. Plus the new Jackbox pack comes out next month, so I want to get one in. And then we'll get in another one when that yeah. uh, that new version drops. So I'm real excited for that. So if you want to come hang out uh, with me, the Mind Gap All-Stars, possibly even join us for a few rounds of some of the Jackbox games. If you're not familiar with Jackbox games, Jackbox games uh, it's a bunch of silly party games. Inevitably, they turn dirty, gross, and silly um, with a lot of uh, user-generated content. So please come check us out. Or if you just want to hang out, you can vote on stuff, too, being in the audience. It's super cool. Uh, we're gonna have a real good time. That's eight PM Central uh this Saturday. So ooh, Jervis might be free this week. We'd love to have oh, you back, man. It's been a minute. Whew. It's been a That'll minute. That'll be so a we've lot seen lot you. This
3: time. Yes.
0: Uh also if you like what you see here on your on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, come join the MindGap army. Uh and if you would be so kind, uh drop a comment down uh down below. Uh, it helps us with the algorithm and it helps, you know. Engagement is great, as we learned from our Rings of Power episode. uh, Boy, really drove that content to the people that did not like what we had to say. Because the engagement was powerful. It was potent.
1: Let me tell you what. The algorithm, uh, in a way, based on the internet, it understood the assignment.
0: I think it did. It's like, you probably are going to be mad at this. Here you go. And it served it up just right to the people. The suggested... 90% of the people who watched it, they were suggested the video. So I think, uh, you know, I guess we did our job. I guess so did YouTube. So great partnership. Uh, Yeah, drop a comment. Even just drop a comment with an emoji, your favorite emoji. It's awesome. We appreciate it. Uh, If you want to support us with uh, your actual financial contributions, head over to patreon.com slash podcast. You can uh, subscribe over there. Uh, Or if you want to check out our merch at redbubble.com, and then just search Mind Gap podcast, all one word. You can find uh, some fun stuff to treat yourself. You know, Christmas is almost here. Get 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 your Christmas shopping done. Get it done. Mind, Mind Gap. You can also join our Discord server. Link is in the description down below. Uh, you can join all the other Mind Gap All Stars and hang out with us, and sign up for game nights and just shoot the shit in general. We got a really great community. I love everyone in there. So.
1: I'm going to get a uh, plug-in at the top as well. Let's do it. Uh, or before the end of the show, while I still have people's attention. Plug it, plug it, plug it. Uh, we are officially launching our Seed&Spark campaign, which is a film fundraising. Seed&Spark is a film fundraising website, a crowdfunding website for film. Uh, we're officially launching it tomorrow. That uh, is Wednesday, September 21st at 8 a.m. Central. You can go to seedandspark.com and search Love & Improv. Or you can go to loveandimprovfilm.com It's all spelled out, loveandimprovfilm.com. And there's information there. There's a link to the Seed and Spark campaign. And any amount that you can give, there's some cool uh, uh, pr- uh, not promotions, um, benefits or prizes that were given for different tiers of um, people who who pledge money. So check that you might be able to win a walk-on role on the film. Be invited to a uh, after party a wrap party with the cast and crew um, might be invited to a premiere a VIP at one of our premieres so uh, you know please check that out love and dot com where you can find our seed and spark campaign and you can donate some money we're going to be doing it for the next 30 days and we need to push it super hard so even if you can't donate money just share go on there and share the links around let people know
0: spread so, the good word spread let the good people word know. Thanks for the plug up top. Smart move. Thank you. Smart move. All right, uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight, so let's just let's just hop into it. Uh, let's do it. The first one actually was something that was shared via the mighty Jervis, um, who sent this link over, and um, it was a TikTok from Ray and Bose. It's R E Y dot N B O W S. <laughs> And it was a TikTok that basically talked about how there's an AI that can find a video of you taking Instagram pics. And it is amazing and terrifying all at the same time. So essentially the way that it works, it's essentially, um, it's called, it's from Dries DePorter. (laughs) I love trying to say this stuff. So it's at... D-R-I-E-S D-E-P-O-O-R-T-E-R and this is essentially the person who created this AI and he makes projects around surveillance uh, privacy and AI and he has this artificial intelligence that will essentially find an Instagram photo and then it will then run through all of the you know public access security footage to find the moment in which you took the photo it's absolutely bizarre like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and, and see if I can um, pull this You're over sh- just sh- show it. you won't hear any audio yeah. um, but you can kind of see how this works a little bit so this is the they're showing like how you can this this like oh here's these two guys this is where they took it and then they're showing the right next to it side by side this is the surveillance camera that's like oh that's where they took it that's how they did it and so it's kind of wild and kind of terrifying at the same time. And I honestly don't know the point of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I, I, it's got a, you know, obviously it's got a super big brother vibe to it. Yeah. I also don't know how the AI is gaining access to all these CCTVs and these security cameras. Like I, I, I just, I like, there's a part of me that thinks like, this is the cynic in me. You know, this is the, this is the part of me that's like, no, 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 conspiracy, you know, like dudesy. Yeah, uh, right. I'm like, I, Dude, this is, is this, or is there someone, did they doctor this where they, you know, they had the guys and they had someone propped up on a balcony and they edited and put it out there like that. I just, I don't understand how the AI is gaining access to all these secure, all the security footage. Um, Your open source cameras in public spaces is what Jervis says. Okay. Well, look, I never claimed to be an expert in anything really. So that's, thank you for the information on that.
0: Yeah. Um, that's terrifying that. Yeah, actually, this is the website to this guy, which I'll switch over so we can see it. Dries de Porter. So using open cameras and AI to find how, how an Instagram photo is taken. Like that is...
1: Man. It's fucking bizarre, man.
0: This is kind of crazy. Oh, they have something called the Flemish Scrollers automatically <laughs> tagging Belgian politician when they use their phone on the daily live stream. With the help of AI, so there's a screenshot of when they're on their phones while they're in session, like during like parliamentary proceedings. So they're live streaming. So they live stream their their proceedings, right? The of session. like it's okay. like C span, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so basically, the AI will will tag and like notify them when they're on their phone, like for because it it's like oh you're on your phone. Like <laughs> shit. That is crazy.
1: So is that like in class, you're not allowed to have your, your phone? Like what is that? Is there, a, is that the purpose to this or cause again, I, I'm struggling to find the purpose. I suppose one could argue some sort of a law enforcement rationale, but I feel like that's an extremely weak argument.
0: I feel like it's almost an opportunity to let people know that, Hey, you are being filmed like right. you, there's surveillance you may not realize it. Everywhere. Yeah. But it's there. So yeah. be mindful.
1: I, I heard a statistic years back that it was something to the effect of when you go out, you're recorded no less than a hundred times that you're unaware of. Like there's just there's that many cameras out there right now, be it from someone's cell phone or from security footage or whatever it is. Like you're you're you are being recorded far more than you realize. This is just ter- – it's terrifying to see it in action, I think, is what it is.
0: Yeah, I'm going to – we're going to take a look at more of this here. So, this is – so, it says, how does, this, how does this work? Recorded a selection of open cameras for weeks. All right. Scraped all Instagram photos tagged with the location of the open cameras. Okay. Software companies – oh, software compares the Instagram with the recorded footage – And then that's basically how it works. He's like, I launched the project on September 12, 2022. The YouTube video was just created with the results of 10 days. I will publish new results on my socials. And so he's showing like there's a picture here of uh, a woman just in front of Wrigley Field going like this. And then so it's like Instagram on the left. And then on the right, it says the open camera. And it's showing this girl getting her photo taken like from security footage. Like Jesus. It's crazy. And you can
1: see her walking into position and then having the photo taken, like you're seeing yeah. it in real, time. walking into the into position in real time.
0: Yeah, this is crazy, man. Like, wow, that's wild. And also, you realize how dumb people look like posing for photos. One of my favorite things to see is uh, the accounts that do
1: Instagram Instagrammers caught or uh, influencers in the wild.
3: Yeah. Oh, they look I so absolutely. dumb.
1: Yeah, like because you see the polished video and you're like, "Damn, that's cool," and then you see them capturing it, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you're a moron," just like all of us. Well, yeah, There's it's like nothing glamorous about that video you just made.
0: Like when you uh, when you watch, um, you know, behind the scenes of like a music video getting made, like, video yeah. like this movie looks, this music video looks fucking awesome, and then you watch yeah. what's happening, you're like they must feel really dumb yeah, having well, to do this.
1: Shit, just look at the Avengers, man. Like oh, yeah. all the there was a ton of BTS that was released around um in game. Oh yeah. And just when they had those giant battles and they're all run, it's nothing but a green screen, and Josh Brolin has got a yeah. dowel rod with a paper mache Thanos or a, not even a paper mache, just a just, printed out Thanos head tapped to it. So they know where the
0: eye eye line is. <laughs> just like Hulk's no you know, different. Mark Ruffalo really like walking around like dirt 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 with this extended yeah. head. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's funny man um but yeah it, it really does show you just kind of the absurdity of uh of how much and yet if you think that you're going out you're you're i guess that to to the same point the people who are like oh i'm not i'm not on board with all the you know these companies taking my data and selling it and doing this and that i'm like look if you walk out the door you're 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 done that's it you're being followed you're on the grid doesn't matter how off the grid you want to be
0: yeah it's kind of wild you know especially when you think about like ring doorbells and stuff like that that just yeah. is a thing now you know in a lot yeah. of cases um are yeah.
1: you comfortable with this technology being being done i know you don't post a ton to instagram but like are you comfortable with a uh someone because again the, all this all this takes is for him to make this you know open source or whatever and someone can take this and or someone else can write it and you know uh, do the same thing so like for people to be able to, to find you like, is does that worry you at all? Does that freak you out? Um,
0: that's a good question. Um, does it worry me?
1: Cause there's a level of, you know, anonymity at this point because like people would, some uh, individual would have to do a ridiculous amount of work. To try to manually do the same thing, you know, but if someone's writing computer programs to do that.
0: To be fair, all of these videos that he's showing are from extremely populous places. Like these are okay. Wrigley Field. This is like a big city in Brazil, like right. a, a big, a big popular place. I think it looks like the UK. I think if you live in Kirksville, Missouri. You might be okay. Like I it's yeah. it depends on how much of the now, granted, there's still probably, you know, video footage that's being recorded in those areas. I just think it's first of all, you're probably not gonna get a lot of Instagrams. Yeah, you know? but
1: in Kirksville, it's like four eighty P. It's yeah, you, know,
0: right. <laughs> you know, it's 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 gonna be what it Black is. Black and white, grainy. So I think obviously the pod more populous or more popular spot too, like the more you're going to be able to pull that and match it with Instagram. I think it's the overall concept of it that is unsettling. I kind of wish it was more unsettling to be honest with you. Like it's one of those things where I I guess you just kind of have to accept. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? Like what's 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 the option?
1: right there's i guess don't use instagram
0: i guess you know for this particular project (laughs) which i'm okay with you know like it's it's a necessary evil for me i just post
1: germans asks a good question are you worried more so than for natalie and what by the time she gets of age to be using social media and gets her own phone and everything like what what will at that point or teaching her like the cause and effect of stuff about like posting and what you put out there like are you that has to have you that has to invade your conscience.
0: Oh, yeah. Jill and that's I practice. literally talked about that on a walk the other day. I was like, yeah. what I am most concerned about is because part of her school is like she, you know, she's in the first grade. She's taking an iPad home starting next month. Like that's part of the okay. thing. That's where a lot of her apps are that she uses at school, which I'm like, that's great. Like, this is cool. You should know how to use this technology. It makes sense. Practical Doug is basically has the giant oh. biggest, hardest, you know, erection you've ever heard of. You know, when you hear about all the cool stuff. That this curriculum does is far like snow days. Technically, they can do e-learning like during I snow say, days.
1: That's a bummer for kids nowadays because those aren't a thing. Anymore. That's what
0: Jill said, but I, I was really impressed because I'm like, that means you don't actually have to lose a day of school like because yeah, we have an open in, in snow day emergency packet at home yeah and it's like when when this happens it's like turn to page like you'll get email saying what page to turn to and what homework to do and also a schedule of when to hop on for group stuff and everything like that like it's all oh, wow. mapped out which i love because if we have a prolific storm that's good to go like we don't have to like extend the school year necessarily right i mean they build that in just in case but you know it's 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 there so the efficiencies of that stuff is really cool and i want her to be familiar with technology i think the hardest thing to try i think is going to be to explain to her you know what you post is it just to your friends anybody can find it like anybody can find it so i think it's going to be a lot of discussion around and i don't really know how to approach this but um you know, I know f- there were some parents that would have their kids like they would say, it, you know, I'm going to ch- I'm going to look at your phone and I'm going to check your text messages and I'm going to check your social media. You have to be friends with me like you have to do all this yeah. sort of stuff if you're going to use it because I need to monitor what you're doing. And I used to be like, man, that's really intrusive. Right. But at the same time, it's kind of a a nice barrier to be like, hey, if I see that you're posting something like I can help guide you, so to speak, I want it to be less Intrusive and big brothery and more of a hey mom and dad are following you. Okay. So keep that in mind. We can see what you post, and that's how you need to think about what you post. Is anybody can see this. This isn't just only my closest friends. Everything is open. And especially being, you know, a female and the shit that happens out there. I saw a streamer the other day post. Something where they're like, hey, we don't talk about age in my chat because here's why. When you see how old you are, groomers see that and they can all of a sudden start messaging you and yeah. things of that nature. It makes me real uncomfortable because it's just like you have to try and teach your like, pe- there's a lot of bad people out there. And yep. there's a lot of people that, you know, are going to try and reach out to you. They're going to try and talk to you and you're not going to know them. And you honestly just can't trust them. You right. just really can't. And. How do I teach her about scammers? You know, how do I teach her about, you know, all this sort of stuff that, listen, I fumbled through some things and whatever. I think I'm pretty decent as far as my track record goes, but shit's just continuously evolving. They're getting sneakier and sneakier all the time. And to someone that's brand new to it, yeah, they're going to be like, dad, guess what? This I got this DM that said, all we need to do is give them our bank account number and we're going to get crypto. It's like, okay. Yeah. My niece, what? Jill's oldest niece, just her uh, Instagram got hacked. Mine did. No and shit. You know
1: me. I am well. Yeah. Remember, I messaged you uh, about a couple months ago, about a month or so ago. I said, hey, if you get any messages from me on Instagram, don't don't reply. Mm-hmm. And then I finally, I got it. I got it back. Uh, you know, thank God I have. Pro tip: Make sure you have at least one current picture of yourself on your Instagram feed because that's how they'll verify you are who you are. Oh, you okay. can file a claim. And when you file the claim, they say, okay, hold your camera up. They'll scan your face. They'll search your account and they'll say, yep, that's you. Mm -hmm. And they'll give you access back and they'll, they'll take it away. So, uh, but yeah, but I am, you know, I'm always the one that's, that's harping on like my mom or whomever to be like, why are you clicking on the thing? Don't click on the thing. You know, we got this email, delete it. Yeah, You don't know who it is. Don't click on the thing, you know? Yeah. My mom actually, I got to
0: give her credit. She texted me the other day. She goes, or was, this a couple weeks ago. She goes, Hey, um, did you just text me from a new number? I was like, sure, didn't. She goes, because they were saying, basically, they said, hi, it's your son. Uh, and they basically were trying to get her to scam yeah. her. And I was like, yep, not me. I go, did you check that? It's not Dave. She's like, it's not Dave. I'm like, it's a scammer. Yep. I was like, you did the right thing. She goes, I'm sorry. I am like, no, no, no. I go, you did the absolute right thing. You verified. Yeah, It wasn't me. And whatever they're trying to pull I was like block the number she's like how do I do that I sent her a quick video how to do it I was like this is how you block them I was like don't she was now they're calling me I'm like don't answer them like she right. she is at least you know she's aware of yeah she's aware enough to be like I don't trust it like she's paranoid in a good way to to question that sort of stuff yeah. which is good but I mean I, I don't know man it's it's going to be you know, someone
1: like us can can still get duped so like 100% it happens person, like Natalie just just jumping on like my god it's yeah, it's, yeah.
0: I've, I've got a you know Again, I'm. there's a lot of r- really great conversations I'm looking forward to having just to help protect her on this sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's just not something she's there yet. Like we were working on addition last night for homework, you know, and I'm just trying yeah. to help her understand a couple of different things. There were multiple times where I'm like, you just got to solve for X. And I was like, you don't know what that means. I was like, we know two things. We don't know the third. We got to solve for X. I was like, you'll know but what that just means when you're get older. Old when you it? She's, no, I was just, I was excited. I was like, ah. Because what I like, because she was getting frustrated last night too. Because she's like, I don't know the answer. I go, Natalie, I'm less concerned about you getting the answer. I want you to learn how to get the answer. Right. That is what matters to me. I was like, you, you. If you don't, if you can learn how to get the answer, it doesn't matter what problem because it come your way, you're gonna be able to solve it. Like that, you need to understand the process because I told her, I go, when I was a kid, I was so focused on getting the answer. I was overlooking the process. And that was a hard lesson I had to learn was that, you know, I just, if you can understand the method, there's nothing you can't solve, you know? And what I loved about her homework was they were, it was addition, but a lot of different ways they were trying to approach it. And I was like, this is really cool. It's just something straight up. It's like, you have these dots. You have nine. There's a blank. How do you get 10? You know, and they're using some visual aids. And then they're like, you know, then they're throwing some trickier stuff in there. Like, here's, there's, here's a 10 box. We're covering up some of them. How many are under the thing that's being covered up? And I'm like, you could look at this as addition or subtraction, depending on how you want to look at it. Because it's like, you know, there's 10. They're giving you six. If you take 10, and you subtract six, you get four. Like, you know, I was having yeah. a lot of fun with it. But... <laughs>
1: It sounds like a waking nightmare.
0: Yeah, for it's me.
1: like just just trying to explain the concepts oof. even of basic math. It's uh, not easy
0: like, because oh, this is I mean I the, the concept of time to her. I don't know how we're ever going to teach her that. I don't know how she I don't know how I ultimately understood what time is. It's a it's a man-made it's invented by man. It's not right. a real thing, but we've somehow invented this thing. And I'm like, yeah, um, you know, at two o'clock, we're we'll do that. She's like, how long is that from now? And I was like, I don't know, like two and a half hours. And she's like, I see her just nod. But I was like, she doesn't know what that means.
1: <laughs> my the way we used to do it was for me. My mom was like, it's two Transformers
0: from now. That's yeah. So that's know, like exciting. she
1: would give me like, okay, like what? What's your favorite? You know, mm-hmm. it's two Transformers and a He-Man. All right, I'm like, yeah. that's an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. like
0: yeah that's that's a good way to look at it but yeah it's. i was, it's, it's, I was that's, just that's talking
1: a- to drew and he's max's max is trying to wrap his head around time we were having a conversation and max came up and let him know that he just finished his bagel and he also had a pickle and drew's like you ate a pickle too and he's like well no yesterday and drew looked at me and goes it was like last week he had a pickle like yeah and he goes so he goes, time's still a thing anything that happens before max's afternoon nap is yesterday to max that makes sense i was like so max yeah max has 14 days in a week yeah
0: he sleeps you know the sleeps are what you know define yourself and your existence i get it it. yeah
1: but again like i i heard that and i was thinking like yeah man like how do you explain such a, a ethereal concept as time to someone you know or 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 even like you know emotions it's it's we've talked about similar things on the podcast before just how do you teach Conceptual ideas to someone And it's, yeah. it's wild man
0: Yeah I mean I feel like emotions are At least a little bit better and she's had more experience With that you know as far as like what are you Feeling and you know yeah And, you know, she's she's learning too. like, hey, when you have feelings, like tell people about them. I'm like, absolutely. Talk about what you're feeling. That's so important. I'm like, you're going to know emotional intelligence, child. I will make sure of that. I will (laughs) reinforce that in any way, every way, shape and form. We're going to be good. And they send home like things that they're working on at school, like how to ask assertive questions, like how to be assertive when you're asking things. Basically being like, I don't understand what's going on. Can you help me, please? Like, yeah. And also, it's really big on making sure they do things on their own, which I have a hard time with because I like to be kind and just to like, you know, do things. But I'm also like, open up your own orange. I need you to do that. I need you to try. I need you to try and do that, you know. Or it's like, Dad, can can I do this thing? I'm like, I don't know. Can you? Go get it. Like, see if you, you know. It's like having a cheese stick. It's like Joe's like we should open it up. I'm like no, she needs to open this up. She wants a cheese stick. She needs to open it up herself. Like just pull. Like it's fine. It'll be fine. Because <laughs> the teacher's the same way. Where she's like, you gotta. These kids have to be able to start learning how to do stuff on their own. Because I can only imagine yeah. what that's like being a teacher. Like I right, teacher, yeah. I don't. It's like oh no, no, I don't have twenty kids in this class all asking me to do like dumbest right. shit. Like no, figure it out. <laughs> I don't have
1: the capacity to be a teacher, man. No.
0: Um, Part of me, uh, I don't know, man. Like I, I really love Natalie's teacher. I love the school that she's in. We went to curriculum night and they were kind of breaking down everything they were going through. And I was like, I love it. I love everything about it. I'm into it. I'm engaged. I think this is awesome. I can't wait to see, you know, how this shapes Natalie, but there's all that other stuff too, you know, like, um, you know, Natalie, I mean, Jill's reading the 1619 project book. Are you familiar with that? at all the 1619 project no basically it's uh, a bunch of scholarly folks have gone through and you know really taken a look at our history and they've kind of you know they're looking at it from the perspective of our country was founded on slavery that is a fact historical fact and how has that affected our country based on that like and um, it's caused a lot of problems with the conservative folk who feel that you know, white people shouldn't be ashamed of their past. So they really whitewash what was told. And, yeah. you know, I saw Jill was reading that book. I'm like, that. I haven't read it, but I'm very familiar with it. I was like, that's a really important book. And I go, I'm really curious what Natalie's going to learn in history class. And because we don't have a national standard for history Every right? state has different requirements so everyone learns something different. So therefore as up. adults we don't really know our history in the same way.
1: Man, that's fucked up. I never even thought of that.
0: Yeah. Like it is it is bonkers and you start to realize like why we are so divided on like what really happened because yeah. there's a terrifying statistic in that book uh in the opening to that 1619 project that said in a survey done in 2018 only eight percent of high school seniors were able to identify that slavery was the primary cause of the Civil War, which made me go, what did the other ninety two percent think was the primary cause? right because I'm dying to know that. Now. I'm from Missouri, and even I knew that like <laughs> yeah, even I knew that it was like, yeah, that was that was about slavery. That was the prime reason why. People went to war. so. Oh, man. Oh, I yeah. would love to know what the other
1: 92% said.
0: And there have been some book challenges on, you know, the other school, uh, the north side. They've they've seems to be a little more conservative up there. They've challenged some books that are available. And I I don't know. I'm just kind of curious. Like, I will be peeking over the curriculum and I will yeah. be the person that's like. I look at this as like, I'm going to make sure that my kid is aware of. Right what really happened and i'm not really gonna i'm like listen we'll get you to study and get an A of the test but you're really gonna understand you know what happened here like this
1: we may, we, yeah we may do some ancillary lessons at home yeah, yeah. some ad hoc lessons yeah we'll have
0: staff. some dad daughter talk on the way home from school where i'll be uh-huh. like because when i was in first and second grade you know thanksgiving boy we dressed up like pilgrims and native americans and we oh, all sat absolutely. down and we hung out we're like yay this is exactly how it went it's like no it wasn't oh yeah that we got the same thing from yeah absolutely yeah no that's that's not how it went at all and um i i look forward to Mm -hmm. having those kind of conversations with natalie and making sure that listen i may not be an expert but i can at least (laughs) be like this is the general idea of how this happened and we shouldn't be as Shamed of our past, we need to know our past to build a better future. And right. so, I want her to be absolutely aware of her Caucasianness and yep. the privilege that comes with that. I'm thrilled that she's there's actually some people of color in her school. I was really terrified. I'm like, great, it's just going to be all white kids. Right? And she sits at a table of four with uh, two black girls and a Hispanic boy and uh, 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 a disabled boy as well i'm like sweet you've got a variety of folks that you sit by every single day that's amazing that's great yeah. and she's gonna learn to interact with those kids like hopefully yeah. throughout most of her childhood which is awesome i'm like that is incredibly important to me because yeah. we're in a white suburb so you know i'm cognizant of that so zinni it's says a- uh, sh- her kids don't know how to tie knots at school that sounds like fun that sounds like a real challenge
1: yeah, that, again, that's one of those things where then they just trip over their shoe. You, you have to teach them the hard ways in. Yeah. God, they, either they'd learn to tie it or, you know, they maybe they chip a tooth. I don't know. I'm just saying whatever happens.
0: I'm also not looking forward to the homework and get, homework getting more complicated. Right now I'm like, Yeah, let's do some homework. It's addition and spelling three letter words. No problem. Like we right. can do that. But when we start getting more and more complicated, I'm be like, fuck. And right. there's gonna be a defining moment where I'm like, I'm out, kid, you gotta go to your teacher like i <laughs> you can't give a
1: tutor or yeah
0: my dad was a math teacher for the longest time so i relied on him heavily to help me through math stuff and then i got yeah. to like i think high school and he was like i'm out man like i i don't teach this anymore like i don't yeah. know what to tell you
1: <laughs> well, is natalie doing is it i don't is it new math or what's the what's the core what i guess my understanding
0: doing? is that she's learned to read differently then i guess the rest of us did i I don't i think we were sounding out words growing up Mm -hmm. now they do sight words i feel like a real piece of shit because i just assumed this is how i learned how to read but apparently that's not the case because i I thought i thought sight words were like the articles like a and and the and i kept going like damn there's a lot of sight words you're like you're she keeps coming home with like all these different sight words i'm like fucking hell like
3: how many so sight words, words is, are there?
0: Like, is she just memorizing words? Then? I think that's what it is. I think that's what... It, 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 that's and good. you are applying like kind of the, the concepts of how to spell, sound it out, but it's just essentially... By the end of her first grade year, there's like 160 words that she's going to be tested on that like she needs to know. And she's great at them. Like, she's... Good. Fuck, she's fucking loves to read, so she's great yeah. at them. But I'm like... I, it's not until my friend came and visited like two weeks ago. He's like, oh yeah, they learn differently than we do. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, sight words. And I'm like... <laughs> that's that's different than what we did he's like yeah man we used to sound that shit out i'm like they don't i don't sound it out like i don't know i don't know what's happening right now so apparently yeah it's you know right now it's addition so i don't think there's a whole lot of change to addition uh i think multiplication and division get a little little trickier i don't know we'll see and i may just look at it and be like Natalie, i'm dead sorry uh yeah i'll try to look at the the homework and i'll do the best that i can but again, you got it's, you learn the method. don't let Dad just give you the answer, okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> you'll never learn if I help you. I gotta go yeah I got a podcast to do, yeah,
0: but going back all the way back to the idea of like you know am I worried about Natalie and and things like that that's a that's a road I will cross when I get there, but kind of going in that same vein um actually uh. Debug says kids nowadays use a combination of sight words and phonics taught systematically to learn how to read. Lion an example uh an ex English as a new language teacher. Oh yeah, Lion, that's right. Lion's one of the new folks to our community. We're so glad to have you there. And I didn't realize you were an English te- uh, as a new language teacher. Okay, so they use a combination of sight words and phonics. Okay. Interesting. So was it just phonics before? Because I remember hooked on phonics worked for me. You know that was a whole thing back when we were <laughs> growing up, of just I think sounding it out. So that's interesting. It's um, wild, yeah. It's which it's I gotta to say,
3: to
1: concepts change. Natalie knows
0: it. so many words. Like she's she's able to read stuff really well. I'm like, god damn. Like okay, you know, she a part of it. She just likes to read, but also you know that practice, but then also just you know throwing in those words. She she can read really really well, which is also that's like funny. shit. I gotta be careful now. You know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she actually
0: will sit in my office here and she just yeah. pulls out my Spawn comics yeah. and she says that she reads them uh-huh. I don't think she really does I think she just likes looking at the pictures and right. she'll, she'll be sitting there for a while she goes ah. alright done with that one I'm going for the next one number two and she'll pull it out she starts, she's like dad I read it all I'm like did you she so out, so out. She goes, Dad, what's this one about? I'm like, Natalie, I've read those once, and that was years ago. I go, I have no right. idea what that one's about. She's like, Well, the cover looks cool, and then she just opens it up and starts thumbing through it.
1: That's why you got to go, Natalie.
0: You read it and you tell me what it's about, right? And she goes, Wow, Dad, look at this guy. He lost his teeth, and it's like someone like spawns like curb stomping this guy, and his teeth are shooting out of his mouth. I'm like, Yep, Dad's <laughs> busy playing video games, like you know. <laughs> I
3: Feeling tell her, I like go, good,
0: that shelf's fine because it's got Spawn v for vendetta whatever uh and it's got sandman i was like you can look at those you gotta be careful with the pictures though those are those pages are kind of worn out i've got Watchmen. i've got uh black hole which he's like dad i was like yeah don't read that one that one's that's a little more adult i go the shelf above that off limits i was like that's got preacher that's got the boys uh it's got some stephen king stuff i'm like yeah Yeah. no. when trust me when you're old when you're old enough fucking you whenever you want kid come in here you like, read these I do not care just not not yet I don't think I don't we're think setting need the to...
1: threshold for that shelf yeah. yeah
0: I should I should move those up to the top because I think I saw something that's like if you can reach it you can read it was kind of a rule in the house which I okay. like a lot so I'm yeah. like I should shift those
1: up a level <laughs> Yeah, so that. Well, cause you know, you know that as a kid, there's one day you're gonna round the corner and she's gonna have snuck in the room and she's it, it's forbidden fruit. If she can't, if she's been told that shelf's off limits, that shelf is only gonna get
0: more and more. It's gonna call. She's to her. gonna be looking at hero gasm and I'll be like, no, you don't know the Damn context it. for that. It's funny, but it's also really gross. No. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. She pulled out one of my Warhammer 40K books. She's like, dad, what's this one? I'm like, that doesn't have any pictures in it, but that's fucking awesome. She's like, what happens in it? I'm like, how much time do you have? Like, <laughs> I'll tell you all about it. Like, it's crazy. It's so cool, I'm man. It's an omnibus. There, it's like three yeah. stories in one book. It's crazy. Yeah. Actually, I realize I got The Walking Dead down there, but she doesn't see that because I think the chair covers it up I'm like that one's about zombies, kid. Like, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, yeah you got so. books days. Yeah, I mean, I've got some comics and things like that. And I'm like, you know, whatever you want to read, kid, I'm, I'm here for yeah. it. I'll support you. But anyway, going back to filming people and like surveillance, there was another um, thing that I saw on Twitter uh, from uh, at Jules Turpak is her name. Uh, J-U-L-E-S T E R P A K and her Twitter like a post said the amount of videos that get posted without people's consent has become disgusting, which I thought was a nice parallel to the idea of like surveillance footage and things like that. And in this like three minute video that she posted, she sort of breaks down a couple of TikToks mm-hmm. where there's someone, there's a TikTok, I don't know if you want to call her an influencer or whatever, that in the first example is I'll allow it. Yeah, she's at a Harry Styles concert apparently and she gets into an argument with another girl's mom. Apparently this TikTok influencer may or may not have taken this feathery boa from a girl and okay. she goes to have like a huge just like fight, verbal altercation with this, you know, other girl's mom. And yeah. she posts it and she posts like several videos like saying some pretty awful shit like, you know, I hope you get hit by a car and all sorts of stuff. And it was an interesting sort of breakdown of this person has like millions of followers on TikTok and she posts this. And then, of course, these people find out who this woman is right? and they start harassing her and, you know, just bombarding her and with all the stuff because they have this one perspective from this one person who posted about it because they were just doing whatever they were doing about it. And then there was another video she showed of this girl who was just like. In a car driving, and she filmed like this guy who was just standing on the street looking at his phone. It's like I asked this guy to go on a date, and then he said said he was out of town. He said he was out of town, and I saw him, and it was just like it wasn't even true. Some random dude, just some random dude, wasn't even true. She's like, "Oh, I just make content, you know, for this sort of stuff, you know, whatever memes." And the guy like just got absolutely just thrashed. He's like, "I don't know who this person is who posted this. I know nothing about it." But they were just getting bombarded by stuff and. The girl ultimately, you know, you know, made an apology, but it's an interesting dynamic because for the record, uh, I've stopped using TikTok because my algorithm is nothing but conflict and it feels like apps, like pure poison going into my veins whenever I look at stuff because it's just people arguing and it is for a couple of like Saturdays, like before I was going to bed, I'm like, Oh, what do I got here? And then I just fell into a hole. And oh, yeah. it was a yeah. it was an awful hole that when it was done I felt just sick to my stomach of just it was because the thing is part of me enjoys the conflict because I'm like, what's happening? And I try to break it down. You'll never know the full context and you'll never know the true outcome. And it's just yep. this horrible cycle of like what the fuck happened there? And it's it's also trying to figure out well who's telling the truth. It is exhausting and it's yeah. terrible. So I'm like, I will get on there, I will post stuff. Occasionally, I'll check out the videos that other people send me, but you know, there's a couple things that I'll watch that I know are will make me happy and make me laugh. Other than that, I don't, I don't get on there because it is that it's conflict. It's people yeah. using this stuff to somehow get power over somebody. Sometimes justifiably, and other times it's just a power move. Yeah, and I think what really blew my mind about this particular video was the idea that. People aren't consenting to this. And I've seen plenty of videos where people are like, I don't consent to this. You can't film me. And people are like, it doesn't matter. We're on public property. I'm like, yeah, they're right. You are on public property. Go fuck yourself. But then I'm also like, I can see their concern because they don't get to control. It's not just I'm going to post the video. They they can edit it, you know, and they can change it. If we've seen any reality TV, we know people can be painted in particular ways. And it really, I don't know. I found it kind of unsettling. I think what it is for me, like the
1: that the the right to expected privacy is the is is the law or the the statute that people refer to all the time. And if you're out in public, you you vo- you um you give up your right to expected privacy. If you're on a, pub- a private property, uh, you know, depending on where you are, you you can expect that you have some privacy. So, uh, being out and about, I think the way that, and again, this is one of those where you can interpret where's the commas and the in the statute and all this stuff, but uh I look at it as if the person is this if you're making the person the subject of a video that is different than passively recording them in the background. I agree. Like if you're recording something and they come in the background and they're like, "Was I just in that video? Delete it." No, you were walking, I was filming, it was in that general direction. I wasn't following you. You walked in front of my camera. Right of expected privacy, fuck off. That I'm in, but if you if you are distinctly making that person the subject of the video, and then you're even going further than that, painting it, painting that person in a very specific light by editing or putting graphics or voiceover or whatever it is, you're that's a I think that borders on violation of of privacy or or personal space.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough because we all kind of have a weapon in our pocket if you think about it, mm. like absolutely. It's, it's pretty gross. I've seen some almost, you know, you've seen some videos. It's like someone's walking and they're videoing them. You're like, oh, that's interesting. But then maybe if you were to video the person who's videoing the person and you see how intrusive it is oh, yeah. as someone's got their phone out and they're just doing this. Yep. I, I've i also begun to realize how overwhelming that is as someone's just like got their camera in your face and you're just like, uh, oh, what? And then you realize that everything you're saying, like you have to be super like careful about what you're saying because you know you don't it's being recorded and people can do whatever okay. they want with it and uh jules makes an interesting point in this in that it used to be that if someone pulled out a camera to take a picture or record something people were like oh way more cool with it because they understood that it was going to end up in a private collection like photos we're going to go in they have to fucking <clears throat> excuse me physically develop the film and get out there and they'd put in a photo album and it wasn't gonna be distributed all over the place right you know versus now when someone pulls out their phone people get really agitated really fast because th- th- this could it's be the anywhere in, the, in a second in a heartbeat it could yeah. be delivered And if this person has 1 million 2 million 10 million followers your interaction could just be out there and mm-hmm. out of context and people make judgments like that yeah a lot of people don't take the time to ask questions. They're just like, "Oh, look at that dickhead," you know, because yep. X, Y, and Z, and it's horrifying. That was I've told you. Always told you that that's one of my greatest fears.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's
0: we, only we've, been more amplified in recent years. <laughs> absolutely, you know? yeah. The, the my one of my greatest fears is going quote unquote viral for all the wrong reasons. Absolutely, yeah. Something that I just unintentionally, people are just like, you know, I just. All right. My lights are doing weird Look shit right at now. Look
1: that. All right.
0: That's distracting. Don't know why that <laughs> happened.
1: My lights are going crazy right
0: now in my back yeah. background. I don't know why. We'll just... Uh,
1: Debug mode, spec- uh, he clarified uh, maybe something that I said. He said, maybe not a violation of privacy necessary, but it would be protected under slander or libel laws. Yeah. So I think, yes not a, by, by law, by definition, not an invasion of privacy, but you are definitely invading it's invasion of personal space. I think is more so what I meant to say by that. Like you're, yeah, it's, it's, and definitely slander and libel. Like if you're, if you're painting this person out in in a, in a way that is not accurate of what actually happened, you know, that's.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm also just terrified of like your only recourse is something to do with the court. You know, like, I'll take you to court. Like, that happened to me uh, at a former job at assignment desk. Um, I left. I gave one week's notice. And my boss at the time withheld one week's vacation pay from me um, because he's like, oh, you didn't give me two weeks notice. I'm going to take one week's pay from you, which is illegal. Yep. You cannot do that. Yeah. Um, And my only recourse was to take him to court. But I was like, I for what $500 right I'm gonna take you to court for $500 like
1: we were getting paid peanuts at that job it like to, to
0: is, as I was like I ultimately decided to go that is the, the 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 fee I'm gonna have to pay to get out of this job and never talk to yeah. this piece of shit ever again um but I was like I I can't take this guy to court over this like I it's not worth it <clears throat> you know and the idea of if someone is just like because we've seen this man we've seen people um, you know, there's there's so much shit that's going on. Like I, I don't know if I don't know a ton about it, but I don't if you heard about Kiwi Farms at all? No. It was this big thing that's been on for the last several weeks. There was this it's community like kind of like growing eight, New Zealanders? No. Um oh. it, it was it's it was a community online similar to like 8chan and stuff like that where it was a pretty I Already don't like where this is going. Yeah, pretty toxic pretty- place. Um, that was, uh, that would dox people that would SWAT people, particularly yep. like trans people and LGBTQ plus people. And, uh, it was a really bad place. And, um, one person in particular who went by, I think the name Keffels, uh, ultimately like fought the good fight and continued exposing them and all their shit got, uh, taken down from a lot of the major, uh, hosting places. Wow. And now essentially a lot of them, like the, the the site mostly doesn't exist or if it does, it's in like the dark alleys of right. the internet. It doesn't have the power that it used to have. Um, but, you know, the idea of someone just deciding to be an asshole and being like, oh, yeah. Here I'm going to swat somebody and send the fucking police to raid your place, you know, or some
1: I know doxing, but I've never heard of the term swat.
0: Happens a lot to Twitch streamers. Uh people will it. call the cops and say give their name and address and while they're streaming, the fucking SWAT teams will fucking come in and raid their place Holy because shit, they've been seriously? told that something serious is happening and they'll raid their raid their place as a way of uh harassing people. Wow. It's pretty fucked up
1: that is messed up
0: yeah yeah you know i mean also look what look what alex jones did with the sandy hook shit you know what i mean like those parents basically being told they were actors that their kids weren't real that they didn't really die i mean that was what 2012 when that happened like i mean that was you know yeah yeah, that was 10 plus years ago where they were doing that shit and it's like it's only gotten more sophisticated you know since then so so yeah this this video kind of hit me where i'm like god that could happen to anybody you know yeah and and there's a go ahead i'm sorry
1: no no i was gonna say because you could you the 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 versions of that that i flock to and i'm sure is poisoning my algorithm is when you see the people having the the supermarket freakouts, you know or the karens that are in line and and freaking out you're just like man this this woman's so you know messed up or this guy's such an asshole and then you it's probably safe to assume that that is true like that they're very messed up people and they're assholes and that's not good people, but you don't know what the beginning of that, you don't know what sent them to that point. And so thinking of that, I'm like, man, if I gotten into an altercation with someone and it was in the middle of me rebutting against something that they said and my anger was that kicked in and someone started recording at that point, it, I could easily be painted to look like a psycho, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just uh yeah, it's, it's terrifying to think that it, it, at any point if you lose your head at any point when you're in public that could be that could be it you know you could be sort of famous you're infamous
0: yeah no it's very true I, I mean there's a flip side to it also where you can capture people being complete fucking assholes right sure and there's a justice to it which I think is also kind of an enticing piece for me is I I love justice like yeah not in the gross American way of you know this person needs to be incarcerated for the rest of their lives or whatever. Yeah. But there is something, I think, justice-oriented where not only like are people being assholes online, yeah. but people just being straight-up crazy, ridiculous, racist, homophobic assholes. Just, and people capture them, and then there are real-world consequences for it. It brings me a lot of joy to my heart because, yeah. I don't know, it, it's, it's complicated. Because those people are assholes and maybe it's that one week moment, you know, can you judge someone from that one moment alone? I mean, for some people, yeah, you can. Um, but for, especially like when people make really bad jokes, <laughs> really bad jokes, they're like, yeah. this is funny. It's like, it's not. Yeah. And they get exposed for it and it hurts their like small business or their employment. And sure. they, they, and the best part is when they give like the worst apology after yeah. the fact too. There was a woman who was like, did this stupid fucking thing where she's like, uh, you know, something's wrong with me. My, my, my armpits, they just they smell like, smell like tacos, smell like a taco truck. You know, and just, she was just like making a lot of really bad, I wouldn't even call them jokes. They were remarks about Mexicans and it went on way too long. And she okay. was like, it was a joke and no one found it funny. And uh-huh. her local, of course they all own a boutique her boutique (laughs) you know place just got hit up you got lit up you know by all this sort of stuff and she just posts you know this awful apology where she's just like
3: that's not who i am i am a good person and i did not mean to it was supposed to be funny it's like you're not funny you're not just so
0: just don't just don't do that why would you make that and why would you post it for everyone to see who is that supposed to go to the masses or was it supposed to go to your friend janet like just send it to janet don't (laughs) send it to everybody like what are you doing again teaching natalie don't send this to everybody okay think about what you're doing all right it's just it's gotta gotta think um but so there is a justice element to that to be like if someone is truly doing something wrong and you capture it and they're held accountable for that i think that's really important because nowadays with the internet and it's just there's this shield that people can really hide behind to say really awful things and to be really mean to each other and there's really not much of a consequence i think some of that bleeds over a little bit into real life where people just kind of take the same rhetoric the mm-hmm. same the same aggression and um you know i don't know i guess they don't they don't expect the consequences on the other end of that like i i love seeing someone be a complete fucking dickhead and then come out the other side of it. And yeah. the, and all so of a sudden, they're, they're like, yeah, I lost my job. It's like, yeah, you should lose your job over that. You can't fucking say drama. shit like that, you yeah. know? Oh, boy. And Slotty says, and then you have things like the tree service near me that hung an effigy of Barack Obama and is still a thriving local service provider. See, the thing with that, Slotty, is it's all about your community. Yeah. Um, if your community condones that and they're okay with it, then, yeah, they're going to be doing just fine. In fact, they probably picked up some business from that. Which is scary. Yeah, Slotty, uh, There's some houses to buy around my place. You want? You want to come over here? We <laughs> yeah, can be friends. Your daughters, my daughter, can hang <laughs> out. You and I can have just the best food ever cooked to each other. We send each other gifts of food daily. That might get me to move back. Yeah, my community kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think-
1: you know, I, and I don't look, I, without waiting too, too far into the political realm on this, uh, I think some some recent figureheads have normalized the fact that some recent figureheads have been able to say and do pretty much whatever they've wanted and get by with no accountability. I think that has emboldened a lot of people who would have otherwise stayed behind the veil of the internet, that anonymous veil. And I think yeah. they're like, cool. so maybe I can go out in the real world and there is no consequences to this. Let me dip my toe in that pool and see what happens. And then, you know, maybe they get away with it once, twice, and then now it's a thing, you know?
0: My only caveat for those people are, uh, are you rich? Because if you're not rich, you will absolutely feel the consequences. If you Uh, are rich, you can probably dodge it. But if you're just an average, an average human... That's like, you know, going out there and doing really dumb shit. You're gonna get you're gonna get smacked. You're gonna find yeah. it. You're gonna find the consequences are gonna come and bite you. They're gonna get you. I'm gonna bite you. They're gonna bite you. They gonna yeah. get you. Uh, Epicurean, the Greek philosopher of happiness, said, A happy life is living with friends, a life of moderation. Slotty, you should move and stream together in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that would be great! I'd finally meet Slotty in real life. That'd be amazing. Yeah, love it's that. weird
1: to think that we still haven't met most of the community. Yeah, in real
0: life. Soon though, soon though. Got a meetups. We got it. We got some tentative plans in 2023 to do a Mind Gap community meetup. I'm excited. Yeah. Some loose plans are coming together, and I'm pumped. So hopefully we can just uh, start potentially an annual thing. Where the Mind Gap folks, the Mind Gap all-stars get together and hang out for a few days. I'm, I don't know. It could be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. Mind Gap cookout. Yeah, right? I'm like, you put me, Noah, and Slotty all together, we're going to be cooking up a storm, man. It's going to be great. Tint's also posted some really good stuff lately with his uh, his his green almost said potato, green tomatoes. And uh, Emilio's been cooking some stuff. Like, yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of good stuff happening over there A lot
1: of crafty people, a lot of crafty bastards Speaking
0: lot of, of bastard. yes, Speaking of bastard, hit it baby I don't have it Oh um, <laughs> Alright Here we go <laughs> <laughs> I know I had two on there, but that was the first one that I picked. So there we go. Cool. (laughs) It's that time again. Justin was so confused. He's like, that's not. not I don't know what's happening right now. Right? Well, folks, get ready because we're back again with another favorite segment called Anime Out of Context. Okay. If you've never been here before for this, it's very simple. I, for this session, have curated a snippet of anime. Justin has not seen this anime, nor has he seen this script that he probably just opened right now. I'm going to assign Justin with a character, or possibly two. I will give him light direction, and then we will do a cold read of the script that I put together. This is part three of Bastard, with two exclamation points, currently streaming on Netflix. Um... It's a wild show, man. It's a real wild show, and when I was watching it, I was just like, take notes because this is we're gonna get, we're gonna do some anime out of context with this. So, uh, Justin, make- are you ready?
1: Yeah. Can we? Just for my vocal cords, can can we move steer clear of Dark Schneider?
0: What do you mean? No, you can I, change, Justin. You don't have to do the same voice every time. Wow. You can take a different I feel approach. Like I, feel like I do. It's up to you, man. He has some. He has a lot of lines in this, so, you know, just saying. Uh, it's up yeah. to you. The right. choice is yours. Yeah, we,
1: might be, we might be changing it
0: because uh, I don't care.
1: It's, just a, it's just a strain. It's just a strain. It is it? a strain. Yeah. So,
0: in this scene, we've got Dark Schneider, who is a powerful spellcaster bent on taking over the world. We've got Diamond, who is an ancient vampire. And we've got Lars Ole, who is a small dragon and friend of Dark Schneider. Justin you're gonna be playing both Dark Schneider and Lars Ol in this. Okay.
3: Small Get your water.
1: Friend to Dark Schneider. Schneider. All right. Schneider Schneider.
0: Schneider. Schneider. Here Schneider. we. go. Dark Schneider stands in a throne room staring down the evil vampire Lord Diamond. Yoko, Kai Harn, Rhee, and Lars Ol try to break free of their ropes.
2: How dare you hurt my woman, you idiot! And to top it all off, you kicked Yoko! How dare you hurt her! Someday, she'll be the woman who bears my children. You are a monster! I'll destroy you!
0: Dark Schneider holds up his hands and begins to cast a spell. Su, Han, Tu, Ste, Lu! No, n- no, not that spell! Dark Schneider's hands grow purple as he winds up and prepares to hurl his spell at Diamond.
3: Riot!
0: <laughs> Bolts of lightning shoot out of Dark Schneider's hands, electrifying Diamond, who grunts in pain.
1: Oh, this is me. Yeah, this, this is a different is character right. now. This is you. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. That's an advanced form of the Bell Vault spell. Lightning spells and cooling spells are two of the only types of magic that work against vampires. There's no way that spell didn't injure him.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Is that all Dark Schneider is capable of? Too bad it didn't work. I guess the legendary sorcerer isn't as powerful as everyone says he is. Well, what a surprise. (laughs) Oh no! No way! Oh please! I can beat you! You're not that strong! Isn't that right, Jodo?
0: Diamond turns to his lackey Jodo, who gives an awkward thumbs up.
1: This is bad! The vampire is too powerful! Crosses don't work against him, so magic might not either! And he has an immortal body, so it's not like we can use a weapon against him! Damn, what are we gonna do?!
3: I don't like your attitude. I can tell from your smug smile that you're looking down on all of us right now like you actually think you'll be able to defeat me. You're standing there thinking you're the most powerful person in the whole world, aren't you? Well,
2: yeah, because I am the most powerful person in the world.
3: Fine. Think what you want. You act like you're not afraid of anything. But only noble beings such as myself deserve to have an ego as big as yours is. Today, I'll teach you the meaning of fear and wipe that smug smile right off your face. Understand?
2: <laughs> Give up now, vampire. You don't stand a chance.
3: <laughs> Witness the magic of a noble assassin!
0: Diamond's eyes grow deep red and lasers shoot out of Dark Schneider, who screams in pain. There's an explosion of blood, and a hand falls onto the chamber
3: floor. <laughs> did you see that? I did it, Johto! I killed the great sorcerer, Dark Schneider, with my own spell! God, Diamond
0: that- cackles with insane glee. Another voice begins to join in on the laughs.
3: Diamond looks over his shoulder to see Dark Schneider standing there! Ah! Th- thats impossible! I thought I- What's happening? Diamond
0: looks closer at the pool of blood and body parts in the middle of the chamber. He sees the head of his servant Johto lying in the body parts.
2: Jodo! What a dumbass. I can't believe you didn't even notice how much I damaged your nervous system with my lightning spell. So now you won't be able to shoot your magic in a straight line anymore.
3: You... Bastard! How dare you mock me to my face! Damn you!
2: What's wrong with you, old noble count? Finally showing your true colors?
3: Hmm? Oh, who cares if I can't shoot straight? Do you really think that matters to me, you fool? Take this! Diamond Rotating Assassin! Daimon begins to spin around at an unfathomable rate,
0: shooting lasers from his eyes, destroying the room.
3: I can shoot magic in all directions! There's no escape from me!
2: There is only one universal law in a fight between two men. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, brother. The ugly (laughs) meathead never wins against the young hero. Smart, handsome, ladies' man. You know the drill. Look at you, brother. From the moment I saw your face, I knew you would die. Shut
0: up!
3: I'm a beautiful noble!
0: Dark Schneider catches one of Diamond's lasers and slowly transforms it into another spell.
3: What? No. No way. He managed to catch my magic spell. You're the real monster bastard! No way, brother. I'm not a monster. You are.
0: Dark Schneider hurls his spell past Diamond, destroying the wall behind him. (laughs) You idiot! What exactly were you aiming for? Rays of sun begin to shine onto Diamond. Huh,
3: no the sun
2: so, so pathetic. Someone like you can never hope to scare me. There's only one person I'm afraid
0: of, brother. Diamond's skin turns gray and he slowly turns to ash.
1: You did it. You beat Diamond. You destroyed the vampire for us. No,
0: not quite yet, little brother. Take a look. The ashes begin to stir and a bat bursts free.
3: It's Diamond. Did you forget that a vampire's body is basically immortal, Dark Schneider? Don't forget, I am a noble. I am true-blooded vampire. I am a ruler. My name is Count Diamond.
0: Dark Schneider grabs Diamond out of the air and throws him to the ground. He then rips a piece of webbing from his wings.
3: What are you you doing to me? Fuck
0: you. (sighs) Ah.
2: Vampires turn to ash when they're exposed to sunlight. However, they say that a vampire spirit will rise from the ashes a Bat, brother. He turns to his coffin and sucks in the spirits of the earth. Then, two days later, a bat is reborn in the form of a vampire. Isn't that right?
3: What are you going to do? Are you, are you going to kill me now?
2: Let's not get ahead of ourselves first. First, I'm going to cast a sp- First, I'm going to cast a spell. Then, this little piece of flesh right here is going to be my catalyst. Even if you are a vampire, the spell will definitely work, brother. This is one of my all-time favorites. Any Anyone subjected to it is doomed to fail. It's an evil spell from ancient times.
3: No! Stop it! Stop it! Please! Don't do this! Diamond,
2: you're evil. You're an evil, though arrogant, cruel, and funny man. Brother, quite frankly, I haven't decided what I should do with you, so I'll give you a chance to choose whether you live or die. Oh, kings of the splatter rock, come forth on the wings of this (laughs) bat. Oh, kings of the splatter rock, come forth on the wings of this bat. Oh, demon of the night, enter my nail and seal our pack, brother.
0: Dark Schneider places the flesh from Diamond's wings onto his finger and and blue flames appear as he begins casting his spell.
2: Oh, kings of the splatter rock, come forth on the wings of this bat. Oh, demon of the night, enter my nail and seal our pact.
0: The blue flame turns into a wiggling life form on Dark Schneider's nail.
2: Using this blue nail, I'll dig the spell directly into your body. It'll be part of you. If you attempt to disobey me or if you ever try to pull the nail out of your body, then this blue nail is going to turn purple and eventually turn red. The moment it becomes crimson red, you will breathe your last breath, brother. Your body will be shredded into pieces, put back together in the form of a hideous creature, and you will never be reborn again, just like I did to Hulk Hogan in 88. How you feel about being a
0: disgusting and helpless toad? Dark Schneider plunges his nail into the side of Diamond's face, who begins screaming in pain. Ah,
3: stop! Please have mercy on me!
0: Mercy? I don't have that. Don't even know how to spell it. Accused! The spell begins to take root as Diamond continues screaming in pain. How
2: nice. I love the sound of your screaming. I love it. Come on. Please keep screaming for
3: me. (laughs) I hate you! I hate you! I hate you! you!
0: Diamond flies away in bat form, repeatedly yelling how much he hates Dark Schneider for fingering him. Well, what did you think, Justin?
1: (laughs) Look, we've talked about it before. I'll say it again. I don't understand the amount of exposition that happens in these fucking scripts. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Why? Why is there
3: so much exposition? Uh, For the record,
0: I trimmed out a bunch of shit. I trimmed out a bunch of shit. Like I tried to keep it to the core of what the scene was about. So, yeah, it yeah. was it was it was crazy. Slotty goes, this sounds like a fever dream, and I'm a JoJo fan. He beats <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, dude. I mean, granted, it's anime out of context. So you take anything, even some of the best anime, and you take it out of context, you're like, what the fuck? But this show is like that <clears throat> all the time. And this, there are awesome. there are some anime where. The internal dialogue and the exposition is really bad. Like, and those are the ones that can sometimes be a a bit much for me, where people are like fighting. It's like sort of like freezing on their face. They're like, oh, he's so strong. If I'm not careful, then I might lose. But if I use my fifth level ability of water spike, then perhaps I might be able to throw him off his balance. Oh, just like the master taught me. You know, like there's just a lot of that shit. This seems so over the top. Because when the guy's like, "Oh, a vampire's weakness is cold and lightning spells," never has come up in the show up to this right. point. Vampires haven't existed until this point, so to think that cold and lightning are the things that will affect a vampire, I'm like, "Oh, really? Why? Right. Why would that be the case?" You know, in all of vampire lore, we've never, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> debug goes ten out of ten acting skills. Funimation, hire these two for the dubs. You know it. <laughs> I You're actually dealing- liked how you changed over to a professional wrestler halfway through. I thought that was a really good choice. It made it much Thanks. more fun. That was really well yeah. done. Yeah, it was. Uh, I still what have is- at least one more oh, Christ, of bastard, miss- and I just found out today there's like 12 more episodes, so I've got more homework so, to do. I well, will I gotta, suffer, so-, so you can smile. You'll, you'll suffer
1: for our yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll do it. I'm
1: just gonna remember what the uh, what the, what was the line that that changed me over
0: uh yeah what was it it was um because it was a it was such a wrestling line it really was i think it was what a dumbass. maybe that was it or was it uh oh no there's only one universal law in the fight between two men <laughs> oh it was the let
1: me tell you as soon as yeah. i saw <laughs> let, let me, tell me tell you I was like, let me <laughs> tell you brother yeah
0: yeah it's it's uh yeah. yeah it was it was really well done and there was just so much i don't know man there's just so much crazy shit in there yeah and i'm like oh this i i think i thought of it because like oh they're casting spells Whenever they're casting spells i'm like this has got to be justin casting the spell because he's got to say the words he's got (laughs) to give the description as to why it's happening and and tell us all and do it in a very serious tone of you know being in the character and it's oh it brings me much joy so it was really good Uh, ah says that wrestler voice seems like it fit perfectly in a barbarian i think you're right slotty i think you're right oh my We'll see. Absolutely oh my. see. We'll absolutely see. We have a lot of water ready. I hope you enjoyed this episode, this segment of Anime Out of Context. If you have some anime out of context that you would like Justin and I to read, uh, send us a message on our social media at mygetpodcast. Uh, you can join our Discord. We have an Anime Out of Context uh, channel down there. You can put that in there. The only thing we ask is that you do have to write out the script. And you do yes. have to credit where it came from. The episode. This is actually episode one. I'm sorry, it's season one, episode nine, called "Blue Nail of Bastard." Uh, so just you know, decide which one of us is going to be reading what, and then, you know, give us a little bit a little bit of direction, and then we'll we'll take it and we'll run with it. We had we've had one fan submitted you know a segment of this from Slotty from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which was a delight because for the first time I had no idea what was going to happen, so just yeah, made it fun. So. Uh, yeah, it's always a always a delightful delightful thing when we get to do Bast. It's something. Yeah. It's it's something. It's something. Whew. All right, Justin, what do you got to recommend for this week?
1: Oh, well, I'm going to recommend we might I, I, again, can't remember if I recommend this recommended this in the past, but uh, because the new season is out, I'm going to recommend it again. Harley Quinn on HBO Max. It's a it, wildly fun show if you want to talk about some wonderful voice acting. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco is Harley Quinn. Um uh, oh, my God. I just blanked on her name. Hold on. I will find it. Mel Gibson. Mel, yep. Lake, Lake Bell. is. Uh, she plays uh, Poison Ivy. Um, and there's just a, a, a slew of some other fun. Tony Hale plays Dr. Psycho. Uh, Christopher Maloney uh, plays James Gordon. Uh, it, it's just uh, Dietrich. What's his name? Uh, the guy from uh, Drew Carey Show. He plays Batman, Jason Alexander's, and like it's it's just fun. There's a lot of cool people. The guy who plays Bane is ridiculous. Yeah, Uh, Bane is just he's a infant, and his (laughs) lines this entire season he's worried about. um, he, He gave a pasta maker as a gift for a wedding, and the wedding got called off. And his goal is to get the pasta maker back and he'll stop at nothing.
0: And it's just, I, it's wonderful.
3: (laughs) It was meant as a gift. And the (laughs) wedding did not take place. That voice
0: always brings me joy. Uh, There's a spell in Dungeons and Dragons called Bane. And yeah. I've been listening to a lot of critical role lately, and someone goes, "I cast Bane," and they're like, "You cast Bane? Yes. Now we'll see what happens next." And the people automatically go into the Bane voice whenever they yeah. hear that, and it just brings me such delight. I absolutely love yeah. it. Yeah, it's uh, it's R
1: rated for sure, and it's just wonderful fun. So I would say it's in season three right now. Um, don't know how far they're going with it, but it's uh, it's it's just a fun watch. It's something to, silly and fun to have on in the background, and it'll make you laugh. So that's why Considering I, that's
0: how, right. uh, you know, HBO is handling its animated shows, it may not last long. It may get nuked Absolutely. Yeah. with no notice whatsoever. Uh, for me this week, uh, I would actually like to recommend once again uh, Critical Role, right? This new underground show. Uh, I've been pausing almost all of my other podcasts to catch up. I kind of took a break from it for from uh, Campaign 3 for a little while. Um, I was just sort of like d would out and, you know, whatever. And then I saw something, something popped up on... Critical role spoilers. I don't know what happened, but I think something devastating happened. I'm like, all right, I better, uh, I better get caught up here and see, yeah. uh, see what's going on. And it's just, it's just magical listening to Matthew Mercer and the rest of the gang just do their stuff. I think I sent you like a time code to listen to. Of I forgot
1: of, you sent that. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to that yet.
0: It's amazing how they can go from serious to just complete debauchery. In just yeah. a very short amount of time, and it was so much fun. And my favorite thing is when that happens is watching Matthew Mercer just go, oh. And he just watches that's because everyone just yes ands and like, oh yeah. yeah. And they just pile on. He's just like, God damn it. Like God damn it. We're so far off base. Like, you realize what I've created for the show. You realize what I've made. <laughs> yeah. I've built sets for you to play on, and you guys are talking about jerking off. Like, you know, it's that's the best. It's so much fun. Yeah. Uh so yeah, critical role. You know where to find it. It's on all... wherever find podcasts. It's on uh, YouTube channel. They also have Twitch. They live stream on Thursdays of uh, their stuff. So if you're curious about D&D, never done it before, as far as I'm concerned, th- those are some of the pros right there if you want to get a good handle on how it's done. Also, keep in mind, uh, if you watch that and then you play for the first time, it's not going to be that. So <laughs> lower your expectations, okay? So don't, don't go too crazy because that is like professionally done how they do it. But it's a lot of fun and really kind of like gives you an idea of at least how to play the game rules and things yeah. like that. So I found it incredibly useful yeah. as I was playing as I'm building stuff. So very, cool. very cool. Uh, please don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at mind gap podcast. Uh, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash podcast. We live stream our podcast episodes on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central the new time. And I host the video game stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. It's going to be a Jackbox games this Saturday. So be sure to tune in for that and join along and play along with us. Uh, and also, don't forget to follow Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore
1: Michael, spelled M I K E L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, or nope, not iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Good Pods, all the places where you find and consume podcasts. You'll find us. Share us around, like, subscribe, rate, review, all those things. The big one that we love is sharing. Let people know we exist. It's like Tinkerbell. If you believe in us, clap and we'll get stronger. Something like that. Just share us. Let people know we exist. And then 2East8th.com and 2East8th on all social media. And again, please tomorrow go to loveandimprovfilm.com loveandimprovfilm.com and check out all the information on our upcoming feature film. You'll also find a link on there to our Seed and Spark campaign. That is a crowdfunding website for independent filmmakers. And you can go and contribute as little or as much as you want. We have some wonderful uh, uh, contribution um, prizes there. Uh, anything from a uh, special thank you shout out uh, on social media to uh, you might get a walk on roll. You, if you donate, you get a $1,000, you get a child. Slotty right there will give you one of his kids if you donate $1,000. You heard it right here. So please, please, please check that out and uh push us on social media love an improv film on instagram as well please follow that so
0: hell yeah there you go something exciting i can't wait i'm looking forward to helping out with promoting that and uh and seeing that come to life yeah let's bring it to life baby uh well that being said uh justin i want to say thank you
1: douglas thank you
0: chat thank you listeners thank you you all have a dandy fucking week
3: yes a dandy week
0: Mind Gap Podcast.